If you ever make it big time, make sure you help those in need. When I do business, it's never about the monetary aspect. It's about changing people's lives, uh, letting people, you know, understand that, you know, you can still have fun. So that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to be like, hey, whenever I do business, it's not about the money. You know, Muhammad Ali said, you could tell a lot about a man how he treats the janitor. If a man treats a janitor like shit, he's gonna treat everybody like shit. So after that, I was like, you know what, I need to, I need to just, just stay cool. Cause all this could be taken away, especially if you make crazy decisions. So, you know, my thing is take care of my family, lead by example for people like us, you know, people who want to follow in our footsteps. Criticism to me is a double-edged sword. You can take it and listen to it and fade away, or you can listen to it, find some truth in, in it, and better yourself. I don't let people tell me what I can and can't do. It won't happen. It don't matter what they say. You gotta, whatever you believe, you go for it. And you gotta understand, before you succeed, you must first learn to fail. Like if you fail one or two times, and you, and you stop pursuing your dream, you ain't ready anyway. He told me, he said, you're rich, but I'm wealthy. Because I didn't know the difference. And I said, what's, what's the difference? He said, well, wealthy is when I die, when my kids die, when their kids die, when their kids die, we still gonna have the same amount. And I thought about that. And then I said, okay, how you do it? And he pulled out a piece of paper. After he said, it ain't about how much you make, it's about how much you keep. How many times we seen cats would get the bag with a hundred and then, then they go blow it the Absolutely. same day and now they got to get another hundred. So he said, if you got a hundred dollars, you save that. That's 50. Uh -huh. He said, rich people, I say, okay, I'm saving 50 and I'm doing that. But he said, the wealthy does this. You save that. This, ball out. House, chain, car, whatever you want, but... 75. Save it, yeah. That's what he said. It, it took a lot of strong discipline, and I, I got touched up a few times, but only thing I could do is thank you. Like, I've been able to, do, to, to live how I want to live and do what I want to do because I listen. Like, you know, his main thing, listen, listen, listen. Once I started listening, doors started opening up. My dream in high school was to make $8 million for 10 years. I was able to get 40 million my first contract, but because I listened and because I had that discipline, I'm, I ain't played basketball in 15 years, but I live a really, really good life. It's a shame that, you know, 60% of uh, professional athletes after they're done, they have nothing. So then I said, okay, I don't want to be like the rest of these NBA players. I got to teach myself. Because this is something that we don't know. Like, you know, my family work, work uh, paycheck to paycheck. We never had no money, but I had to get that Benz. I had to get my mom a Benz. Like, I just had to get that first. So after I spent that million dollars in a day, I sort of, you know, educated myself. Yeah. And it's okay not to know nothing. So if you don't know nothing, you just ask questions. Yeah. So everybody I saw that was successful, how you do that? How you do that? How you do that? And the first book I bought was The Dummy's Guide to Starting Your Own Business. Everybody, everybody should get that book because they give you all the answers on how to start a business, how to be successful, what to look for. So after that, I became a little more literate, but I still didn't, didn't, didn't know a lot. 
all the stuff I'm doing now, that's the stuff I, I wanted to do. I wanted to invest. I wanted to buy companies. I wanted to be on boards. I wanted to do certain things because, you know, may not be a husband, but I'm always be a father. And the father's job is to protect, provide, and love. Two wonderful women that have given me beautiful, gorgeous children. I have to protect and I have to provide and I have to love for them forever. That's why I work so hard. I don't work for me. I got it all. I got to work for them. I got to work for my six babies. Being a CEO starts up here. Everybody in this room is already a CEO. You don't, you don't have to be a, you don't have to own a business to be a CEO. Being a CEO is a mentality. If you have that mentality, if you have that belief, it will work. Of course, there's going to be some ups and downs. When I first started, sell 10,000 pair, 20,000 pair, 50,000 pair, and then it just kept going. So, you know, I've been doing it since, since 95. So 95 to now, that's what, 30 something years? 400 million pair. And then I went to China and did the same thing. And Jerry West said, look, I know you like to rap and do movies and all that, but when it's all said and done, if it's done the right way, your name could be up there. So while some people look at it as pressure, I look at it as challenge. And not only do I look at it as challenge, from where I come from, I gotta get it done. And now I got kids and boys too. And for bragging rights, I gotta get it done. Listen to your mother and father. I wasn't the smartest guy in the room, wasn't the brightest guy in the room, but I listened to my mother and father. They believed in my dream, they made me believe in my dream. And I just, I just wanted to fight. I'm, I'm a fighter. Like when you tell me I can't do nothing, I'ma just go and do it. Nobody could be as famous as Magic and Kareem. You'll never win and all that. And I'm saying, okay, you're a nobody. I'm a somebody. I ain't trying to hear all that. And you know, you just keep fighting. So the first four years, me and Kobe, we got swept. We didn't give up. We just kept going. And then we won three in a row. I got traded. You all know the story. But again, it doesn't matter what anybody tell you. It's what you believe. Because CEO is mental. And when you love something and you respect it, you can always do well at it. So doing well for me is not the same definition as a rapper. Even if I go 10 times platinum, that money ain't doing nothing for me. And then he said, you should develop something called one hand stress. I only care about what my mama say, what my kids think, if it's gonna mess up the money in the business, what my boys think, that's it. They don't even get the five. Then I made up a quote for myself. If a nobody can influence a somebody, then the nobody wins. But the question of the day is, who are you? Nobody. So all these people with their opinions, if we talking pecking order status, I don't mean to be disrespectful, but you're under me. So I used to see this guy, a man of God, and I was like, how do you stay rich? And he pulled out a $100 bill and he ripped it in half. And he said, what's this? I said, 50, 50. He said, you can save 50. That's cool, let me spend this. But he said, the wealthy people do this. You save this, ball out with that, whatever you want to do. So I didn't really spend none of my checks until I got married. When it comes to a position like that, I've seen greatness. I've, I've, I've helped bring greatness up. I played with Penny, I played with Kobe, I played with D-Wade, I played with Bron, I played with Nash. So I know what greatness is. So when I see somebody that has that, it's my job to push them. But again, when I, when I say, oh, he's hating, nah, I don't, I don't have to hate, brother. Uh, you know, education is something that can never be taken away from you. You have to retire from basketball, you have to retire from NFL, you have to retire from being a rapper, you have to retire from being an actor. But if you don't have education, 
while you're doing all that, you'll be one of those stories that we all know about.